In this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, the team goes over market comparisons from four years ago and 11 years ago against today's market. And one constant theme is time in the market when it comes to helping homeowners build wealth. Having the confidence to get in early will pay dividends in the end. Now your host, James Bueno. Gentlemen, we are back. Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze. Mr. Swayze, you're here. How you doing? I'm doing great, James. And with us as almost always, but pretty much always, Mr. Pete, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, James. Jay, can you uh, let us know who you are and what you do? Uh, sure. Um, I'm the team leader CEO of Keller Williams Realty Central Coast, basically covering uh, northern Santa Barbara and all of San Luis Obispo County for Keller Williams Real Estate. How long have you been in real estate? Me? Oh, geez, I got licensed in 2001, so it's been a little over 20 years. Wow. I've done quite a bit in that realm, uh, title, escrow, I was a certified exchange specialist, uh, dealing in 1031s. I sold commercial real estate at the national level. I took over the uh, Keller Williams franchise uh, and operation here about eight years ago. Yeah, so it's pretty safe to say you have some experience in real estate. Yeah, well, I, I enjoy, I have a passion for it. Oh, okay. Um, an absolute passion. And getting involved with Keller Williams gave me the opportunity to have a bigger impact on a, on a, I'd say a larger um, group of, of real estate professionals, but in a smaller environment, my community. In the exchange world, I was working with people from Westlake Village to, um, my territory was Westlake Village to Paso, all of Kern and Tulare County. And I really enjoyed it, but I was working with a, you know, kind of a broader sword. Uh, of, of humans and specifically investors and investors only. And now I get to work with people that I consider part of my family. I get to see them every day and week and help them with their businesses and watch them grow and flourish. Yeah. Uh, and helping other humans really charges my batteries. So I, I yeah. feel like I've landed in the right chair and really enjoy being there. Yeah, we, we really haven't talked about, you know, w- what you guys do since the very beginning of our podcast. It was a long time ago. I don't remember. Was it? It's been years, right, since we first started? Mm-hmm. Uh, dog years. <laughs> yeah, dog years. Uh, Jay, how long have you known Hal, and, and when did you guys start working together? Oh, geez. Um, I probably met Hal when I was with uh, with Fidelity back in 2001. Yep. Yeah, so since the onset of my career, I think before I was even licensed. And I don't uh, think you had you'd just gotten licensed not that long ago. When did you get licensed? No, 10 years before. 10 years, okay. But think of it, that, that was a crisis, too, because remember, Y2K... Oh yeah, the world, the world into but it end. didn't collapse. So it didn't. Here we are today. Uh, yeah, but it, but the internet said it was. Yeah, so I don't it, remember. It, it should have. But yeah. well, can, can uh, so first of all, how many agents are in our company? Uh, two, a little over two hundred and sixty. Two hundred and sixty. Yeah, and you know, I I switched and came over this year, which um, yeah. not an easy move. You know, I loved the uh, people I worked with before, but I'm just blown away by one. Um, the amount of training that is offered in this company. And I've been to a lot on my own, but the company provides so much more. You guys have done such a good job of providing a great culture and environment for people. And not everybody gets to work at this company. I couldn't have kind of hitched my wagon to a better group of guys between, you know, you and uh, CB and um, Troy, Troy, yeah. you know, you, you three guys that run this area and everything, you do a phenomenal job. So thanks. thanks hats off. Well, I just want to do uh, remind everybody of who you are real quick, Jay. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about specific numbers in each community, right? So yeah, a little community p- specific, but I, I want to make it context specific because, you know, it's always interesting how we, um, we compare things. There was a, I don't know if it was a study or a story or something like that that talked about, um, they gave a couple of chimps one banana, and then they gave them each two bananas, and they were super happy with one banana, then they each had two bananas, and then they went and took away one of the bananas, and then they were pissed off. So it's like we get used to something, and when it takes away, it's like, what? 
so what we did is we've been doing these market statistics for, I don't know, 12, 15, 20 years. So I just went back to another good market. I went back four years, right, to, and we were talking about it. So November 2018 versus November 2022. And these are facts. These are actual numbers. These are, these are not yeah, guesses. We, we just do them every month. Yeah. Right. So these okay. are actual numbers. So okay. like each little town, like we got Morro Bay, Los Osos, San Luis, Paso. We've got all these little towns. So I'm just going to read a few of these off for context. We can kind of talk about them. It's kind of fun. So here we are. And the end of October 2022, and at the end of the month in Morro Bay, 21 active listings. Okay, Now, you guys have heard some of these numbers, but if we were to guess in 2018, which was that a, just a, a normal, normal yeah, great yep. everything was market? The, the going up yeah. swing, everybody yeah. was you, selling homes. Were, it was great. It was a good market. Well, yeah. It has to be at least double now. Yeah, right. So 21 now, uh-huh. 51 in 2018. Mm. 51. So I don't know, what is that, two and a half times? More homes yeah, in 2018. Close, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Crashing market, I don't know. So, <laughs> so, so days on the market now for the homes that haven't sold, 58 days, then 101 days. Almost twice as many days on the market. 2018 versus right now when the market's falling to pieces. So yeah, right now there's less properties selling in, in less than half the time. Well, geez, a fraction of the time, right? And the, and, and the market's... Well, okay. So that, no. now selling, right, that's what's for sale. So... Closed sales, and now I need my glasses. I got to get some glasses. So we closed eight uh, this past October, and in 2018, we closed nine. Okay. This is just Morro Bay. This is just Morro Bay. But here's the fun part for the people that own property. So average price um, of those homes, those eight homes that sold this last month in October, a million ninety-eight versus eight ninety-three. Okay. Wow. So, what, a couple hundred thousand dollars more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll slip over to Los Osos. Okay. End of month here, Los Osos, active pending condos and uh, houses, 15. Go back to 2018, 33. In a good, better market. But it's, well, I don't know. Is it better? I don't know. Um, right. And then eight closings at 990,000 versus 12 closings at 610,000. Days on the market for the sales in Los Osos, 17. But we go back to 28, 39 days. I mean, if we went back to 2018 in good market, people would be upset yeah <laughs> where's my banana yeah. right yeah. give me that back right? the, the, the average selling price in los osos is almost a million dollars uh in october 990 yep wow average days on the market 73 so we'll go over to san Luis. okay so end of this month we had 58 active listings average price 1.6 days on the market 64 in 2018 four years ago good market 85 so more than 58 uh, 1.17 was the average price days on the market, 96. Okay, So we're at 64. The, those aren't selling. Then I look at sold properties. 2022, we had 29, which compares to 27 in 2018. We had the average price uh, this year of 814, which isn't as high as I would have suspected. A lot of lower-end homes selling, which is different than what I would have guessed, um, versus 705. So it's gone up somewhat. Um, let's jump over to what – let's look at, take a look at Pismo Beach. Okay. Uh, 21 active listings, days on the market, 50. 2018, you had 52. So that's more than 21, right? Yeah, more than double. Yeah. yeah. Days on the market, 50. In Pismo in 2018, 153. Wow. Three times as long on the market. Wow. I mean, so, people would be jumping off bridges if they heard this. And what was the, <laughs> what was the average um, uh, price? Price. Uh, uh, average price, 1.6 in 2018 versus 1.6 now. Okay. So there's some new construction mm-hmm. yeah, um, by McClintock's on the east side. Oh, there. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at closed sales. 
So 2018 was better. We had 12 closed at an average price of 770000 I don't think there's a house in Pismo. For no, no. So, so 12 closed, that's 2018, 770. Uh, here we had nine closed, so less. Average price, $1.5 Okay, here's the fun part. Days on the market right now. Market's crashing, right? <laughs> 25 days on the market. Back in 2018, of those sales, average days on the market, 91. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's just normal. That's, I mean, that is yeah. a normal market, okay, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to keep saying it for podcasts. I don't know how long it's going to last, but we're just entering maybe what might be called a normal market, but we're not even close to normal. Well, it's, yeah, well not with those numbers. Right? Right. 20, no. Less than 30 days on the market? Yeah. Come on. With the monkey banana analogy, yeah. and uh, a couple episodes ago, Jay bringing up the uh, headlines of like uh, the doom and gloom, what were those headlines reading in 2018? Uh, no Nobody was talking about, oh, the real estate, the great real estate crash of 2018 or anything like that. But when you look at it on a local level here, it, it, it does not apply. I, I, you know, okay, at my age, the years run together, but I, I pretty much remember 2018. I think there was, I think the fall um, from June, July, I mean, the first half of the year was strong and then it slowed down a lot. So that market shifted in six, like, oh, so that just happened <laughs> here too, right? So, you know, things can shift so quickly. And then the beginning of 2019 again, you know, if you were putting your house on the market in December, you're kind of down and out. And then you, and then you waited until January, got on the market. And the next thing you know, oh, you know, it just took off again. The, the, the length of time when things change has, has gotten faster. But it, I, I just looked at this and, yeah, anyway, it's, it's crazy to compare. It's kind of funny you talk about those headlines, Jay. You don't remember that game we played when we were kids, red light, green light? Uh-huh. You know, red light. It, there's, it, it's almost like a red light, yellow light, though. The market goes up. Uh, at a pace and then it slows down and then it goes back up again. That's the, the yellow light is slowing down. The green light, it's just, it's just off the hinges. Who's, who's disappointed they bought a house in 2018? Yeah. No, no I mean, no yeah. I did buy a house in 2018. Good and, for you. And, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and we sold it in 2020 and bought a, a bigger house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, it was, it was, uh, I mean, and, and it speaks volumes and I know. I know JT's not here, but for what he always says, it's not timing the market, it's time in the market. Yeah, yeah. They sound the same. That's why yeah, don't, yeah. don't 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 he wait puts to a better buy. Emp- we need him back. Yeah, he puts a better It'll, emphasis on it. <laughs> his 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 famous quotes are one of the best two times to buy real estate today and twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I like Gary Keller's got a great his newest quote. I was at a conference I went to. I think we were both there, and it yep. said, "Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait." I'm just yeah, can we, let's get some uh, North County numbers. Okay, so, so Paso Robles. All right, here we are, 2022. 33 active homes on the market. 763 is the average price. In 2018, we had 83. Wow. 33 versus 83. So our inventory is down, <laughs> and the price was 557. So if we go to solds, okay, so in 2018, October, 26 sales, average price, 433. Oh, my God. Holy moly. That's That's a down payment now. (laughs) So not even a condom, right? So 433, and then, so 26, and then 25, okay, this year, and the average price, 696. So that's about 50%. I can't see that, but at least a 50% increase in price. Yeah. Days on the market for those um, 25 that sold this here locally and recently in Paso Robles, 15 days. And in 18, it was 63 days. So four times as long on the market back then. Wow. Well, there's still, so there's a huge demand. There's still pro- properties that are just flying off the shelf. Yeah. We have a good demand. And, yeah. uh, and fundamental got economics. A, we have a light supply. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know what it would take to get us back up to that many total listings? Um, you know, so they, they were at the end of the month, 
745. We're at 339. Wow. Wow. Okay, for the county. So I, I guess, you know, I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, I love this stuff because we have fun with it, but right. it does put it in perspective. Even, I mean, I know this, but even for me to see this is like, oh, wow. That, you know, just compared to what it was, they took our second banana away. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's more, like a, it's more like a hundred bananas was like during that uh, thing. Last two years, and yeah. They only left you with 80. 80 <laughs> for the day to eat today. We only have 80 bananas today. We had a hundred. Dang it. It's really important to put things in perspective. And, and we just said this recently in another podcast. It, you know, don't believe everything you read, you know, but people do look at um, not so much position in the market, but trajectory, you know, mm -hmm. and so the trajectory is changing. It's like, <gasps> look at what happened, you know, but yeah, compared the to the shift, what? the shift. What, what year was it? When did we start declining in, in available inventory? When did it start to? Uh, moved down. Do you have that number? Then 2010. <laughs> they, they, the, the, in the 2000, from 2000 to 2010, we had a huge supply of homes that were put onto the market yeah, so what, what was across the, the country. The peak year, I guess, is what I'm saying. So was it 10? Mm. Was it 9? I mean, well, whenever there's a big, big recession, you know, home um, well, inventory yeah, builds real up. Real estate, the last recession was a real estate recession. 2008, yeah, that was started yeah. by eight, nine, and so, so, in, so in ten, we looked at the there was a huge surplus, and, and yeah. so we look at. I think what I was referring to was new construction, like the 2010s, uh, 2000 to 2010. We built, I can't even 26 million homes across the country, or something ridiculous. Uh, and then um, from 2010 to 2020, we built five million. Like there, there's. They just we just stopped building, right? Because there wasn't yeah. any demand. Okay, so here, here you go. I look back because we've been doing this for a while. So in the November of 2011, so that's 13 years ago. Okay. Total inventory 1,039. And that's in San Luis Obispo County. Yeah, that's the area we you know okay. everything we measure you know. Okay. Yeah. And, and what what types of property is that's condos, condos and houses? Yeah, 1,039, okay. and now we're at you know what what's the number? 339. Three third of that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but. You don't even want me to. T well, I'm going to tell you the prices now. Okay, you ready? <laughs> so, of the closed sales in Morro Bay, average price 2011 338,000. 338. What? Okay. There's there's JT's San, quote. San yeah. Luis Obispo. Get the average price. There's 20 sales, 363,000. You can't buy a one bedroom condo in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. I, I just priced one yeah. the other day. Yeah. One bedroom, 450. That's 63. Cheap. That was the average. Wow. Average, okay. Avila Beach, um, three sales, which is always a small market, 553. Pismo, 581. You can't find anything. Grover Beach, here's a good one. 2011 average price, $191,000. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> there's, there's no. It's like Oklahoma. We went from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. literally. What, what, what about some of the more the <laughs> other some crude and, and stumbled into a million-dollar home. Oh, on the Beach ocean here? Yeah, on the ocean. Okay, so here's Cayuca, seven sales for five ninety nine, three hundred three days on the market. You know, that, again, 2011. Wow. Well, you know what? I, I, I want to make a parallel. How? What was the um, – because what's the average price for San Luis today? Our average price on the sales? Yeah. Uh, so the closed sales last month, a million forty nine. Okay, a million. And what was the price thirteen years ago? Um, three sixty three. So that's <laughs> is that timing the market <laughs> yeah. or time in? Yeah. Time in, in the market. There, there is no better investment. Yeah. Three hundred percent. So so let, let's take this to like this, um, imagine this. So none of us have a crystal ball, right? But these are empirical numbers because we're looking backwards. These are facts. So here's the crystal ball. In 13 years, the values in San Luis went up, the value of, of a medium home price went up 300%. Yeah. So if today you're looking at a, a home for a million dollars, in 13 years, 
it could potentially be $3 million. It's unfathomable, but it happens, right? Yeah. So I, mean, I think in 13 years, we're going to be, we're going to be, um, you know, talking to our friends and family about buying a house. God, you got a house on, um, on Highland Drive for $3 million. Nothing sold on that street for under $4 million in the last three years. Yeah, right. And it's a two bedroom, one bath house. You're so lucky. How'd you get that for $3 million? You know, I hate to say this because I hate to prop up JT's ego more than it is. Oh, but, no, JT. Um, you know, he, um, he is much, um, I'm pretty, I'm very conservative and cautious. You know, I didn't have much growing up, always afraid about losing stuff. So I would always play it really, really safe. And he said, no, I always tried to buy as much house as I could. And, you know, good for him, wasn't my thing or whatever. But I can tell you this, it doesn't matter whether you're paying 300000 11 years ago or, you know, nine eighty today. When you buy a house, it's a stretch. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you think about moving from one to the other. Oh, yeah. It was a stretch, yeah. right? And people don't get it. And 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 for me, just JT has more confidence financially than I did. And I didn't stretch. He stretched. And but it almost always works out. I mean, it's very rarely that these things don't work out. Plus, you know, unless you got cash, the bank's going to make sure you can handle it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to give you the money anyway. So they probably have more confidence in you than you than do. you do. Yeah, they you know, it was also it's a, great a stretch is is renting for as long as I did. And, and, and the thing is, I'm relatively new. Our first home was bought in 2018. So I'm a relatively new, even though I've lived in two different places, I'm a relatively new homeowner, but you built up that comfortable level, like that comfort level, I don't know, uh, a year and a half, two years into it. And you're like, okay, now things are settled down. The price, you know what you're paying every single month. Right. That's not going to go up. You don't have to worry about if it does go up, moving to another place or whatever the case may be. I thought it was going to be so stressful. It was like, oh my gosh, a house, you know, so many things go wrong. Yeah. Let the landlord take care of it. Right, right. But no, it's it's the financial security and knowing that, um, I think somebody once told me, there's another agent once told me, it's like living in a savings account. And that's what it is. It is. I mean, look at those numbers that you just threw out. Yeah. Nothing gives you that kind of return. If you stock money away, and you, even if you hit some of the best stocks in the world, you're not going to have that kind of return over a 10-year period. And, and just real quick, and, and Jay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to you for this, and we, we've said it a hundred times, and how you said it's a stretch. What's the difference from 2008, that kind of stretch? What happened in 2008, Jay? In, in 2008, well, yeah. we, we had, I would say, the complete bottoming out of a, of a real estate market. You know, a lot of it was due to the fact that anybody that had a pulse could get a loan, um, and that was... That, that, that was the big issue. Yeah. Right? So right now, I mean, Jeff, he could have borrowed whatever they would have... He would have Signature whatever, loans were... In, right? In, so they took the guardrails off. They, it was like... And we as people so, weren't responsible enough to go, well, well I, I can't, you know. Well, it, so it was, it, was, it was a bad situation. And it was policy. You know, it wasn't the lenders. Yeah. It wasn't the appraisers. It wasn't the real estate... Um, professionals it was the the policies in place they removed all restrictions for anybody to be able to qualify for a loan you didn't have to qualify yeah sign a piece of paper saying you'll pay them back and you can get a you can yeah you get a house you get a house you get everybody you can buy you want three james you can have three here just sign tell me that you're going to pay me back right and they were really really frightening loans reverse amortizing loans you know the full well, payments three thousand but just state, a, stated income loans yeah. right you can just say i made a million dollars and they take they it. weren't verifying it yeah and you know and 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 i i would counter a little bit what you said i mean there's certainly culpability in the real estate industry and the lending industry because those lenders probably knew yeah. they were making loans you know so 
it's human nature. You know, it's they were grabbing things. It's like people grabbing Bitcoin or dodgy, whatever. You know, and again, I'm not saying anything good or bad about that, but there are certain things that become fads. But I, I think the real lesson in this um, thing is to say, listen, um, I think most people underestimate their ability to meet with certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought, you know, I tell young people that are maybe in their 20s, hey, when you're in sixth grade, did you ever think you could compete or learn this language or do that? You just didn't think you had it in you. And and it happens financially. And people just don't think they have the, it's really a confidence that I can, you know, do this. Like my wife and I, we have this extra property. I would prefer not to own it. She wants to own it. It's like, hold on. And I go, you know, I got to have the confidence to go, it'll be fine if we have that. That is a normal thing to have that fear. And it really is confidence. And I, I'm going to say it out loud for sure. JT, much better off in terms of just having the confidence that, oh, no, no, we can handle it. You know, I, I, we're going to make this thing happen. And, and you do, you adjust, like, adjust, just like you said. It. And to me, I went just, that's really just a state of mind. Yeah, and, and you don't know until you get into it, and you yeah. and, and, and then you start doing it, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. I wish I would have done this in twenty. Well, yeah. I mean, look at <laughs> look at we're you know you look at people that are homeowners. You look at people at certain things. And go well if they can do it, I can do it, sure. right? And and nobody here's a rocket scientist, right? So it's just a matter of making the commitment and and doing it, and then you go, oh, well, I didn't anticipate this. This was a little bit harder. This is a little bit easier, and now I'm accustomed to it. And then if you're smart, you just okay. What's the next step? Hey, you know, there's certain things that we think we can handle physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. And once you get to a certain level, that's like, okay, do I stop here at sixth grade or do mm-hmm. I move to high school or do I stop my education when I'm in college? So at the end of the day, this is kind of financial education we're trying to help people with. Sure. And we all have, I think, a thermostat uh, of tolerance for a risk and aversion of risk, right? And so we're in control of that thermostat. Um, some people have a higher degree uh, they can raise the temperature you know jt's being a guy and then you know you look at his life where's, where's the guy right now yeah Tahiti. <laughs> yeah right so he's, he's clearly done something right and i'm a sweater as soon as it gets a little bit warm i start sweating and i don't like to sweat so <laughs> i'm going to the snow um you know what james though to, to circle back on your question about 2008 um people ask you know i put you know was it and I'll, I'll ask people even people that are in the industry like you know where do you see where's the market going oh well it's you know it's it's real estate cyclical we're at the end of a cycle and things are going to correct well, we're not looking at what happened in 2008. We're not. So uh, if you're waiting for a bubble to burst, you're going to be holding your breath for a while, man. But I think the moral of the story here is that JT does have a crystal ball. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself, but I, that's just what I love. <laughs> you know what? If you, we're you gonna, might have two crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> the sticks. I know that's what you're referring to. You're quoting the sticks song, the famous crystal ball. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, yeah that's famous sure sticks. All right, to. we're going to cut that out. Okay, I hope it stays in. Actually, all right, <laughs> gentlemen, do we have anything else on this uh, uh, com- communities discussion? Nope. No, you have to have confidence to have a crystal ball and to have two crystal balls. You got to have. Yeah, that's why he's got so much confidence. Lots of yeah. confidence. That's right. Lots of confidence. Yeah. We are talking about JT's crystal ball. <laughs> okay. Right. Here we go. JT, we love you, man. You got to get back here. Keep these guys under control. Yep. Let everybody know how they can get a hold of you if they want some specific numbers on, on their community. On, yep. You know, what, what houses are selling within blocks, right, of yep. their house? You can help sure. them with that? Yeah, 805-781-3750. We're always here to answer your questions. And that's a text or phone. Yep. And then uh, Hal at TeamSwayze.com. There's HalSwayze.com. You can find uh, all of us on there except for JP, but you can find him on uh, Keller Williams Central Coast. You can give Jay. Would, would people want to contact you? What, what, how do they get a hold of you? 
Happy to call, and I'm happy to help in any way. Um, Jay Pete um, at kw.com. You can call me at 805-234-4008. Yeah, we're, we're all available here to help. And if for some odd reason you want to contact me, geez, you can you can call the office as well. I'm not sure what I can do for you, but uh, maybe give you some podcast uh, topic ideas. I'm not sure what I can do for you. Oh, you're the photography expert, <laughs> marketing expert. Don't be shy. Oh, yeah, that's okay. This might be a short subject still, but any drone flying lessons? Oh, people need I was blushing and you ruined it. Yeah, so I crashed a, I crashed a drone. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, Another successful podcast, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the House Wazy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Wazy Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. Housewazy.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. House Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. This Low County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.